Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. Two hundred strong. And we're live. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is March seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. This is the list in your boy. It feels like it's been like four months since we did 200, doesn't it? It feels like it's been at least three. At least <laughs> not, three. Not quite four. Not quite four. No. like only three. No, at ass. least. No, because I'm looking at when the stay, home, stay at home order started in Toronto. Yeah. And, and I, I like giving people behind the scenes shit. Sean and I, you know, I, I guess there was a miscommunication before we started the podcast because I'm back in my studio and I'm accustomed to doing it the way we do it here. You know, we use a software called OBS, and Sean likes one called StreamYard. I thought Camilo and oh, Sean communicated. Oh, oh, they I didn't. I don't like one called StreamYard. We pay hundreds of dollars a year to use one. Okay, all right, fine, fine. But I, I thought you guys communicated, and I guess you did, and that's okay. So for one week, we got to use OBS. Sean now knows I'm back in the in the studio. I thought you knew that I'm back in the I studio. No, I okay. don't know. I, I never come to Canada anymore, so I wouldn't know <laughs> I well, am hopefully getting vaccinated very soon. Are they you? Just open, they just open it up to uh, everybody above 18 in my area. So I'm hoping today, between this and Quizzlemania, I can call and get something scheduled at least. I'm not going to Mania weekend yeah. stuff because I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to take that risk. Yeah. But 
Uh, Jimmy, we've got some pretty monster super chats out the out of the gate. The stimulus checks are hitting. Jimmy. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. First off, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. Quick plugs to get out of the way. I interviewed Thunder Rosa. It is a very, very good interview. We we got like eight articles out of that thing. She is fantastic. She's doing so much stuff tonight. The first ever women's main event on Dynamite. Friday, her Mission Pro Wrestling, or I think Saturday, her Mission Pro Wrestling show runs. And Saturday, she's at NWA back for the attack. Uh, I dropped some news on why Charlie Caruso has been off TV on FightfulSelect.com today. Some heat that she got with wrestlers. We're breaking news all the time on Select. Uh, we just have so much stuff. We've got a Twitch. It, it All over the place, guys. Fast lane this weekend. But you guys can donate Super Chats and get your questions or statements right on the air. And because we're not using that software, Jimmy, I can't show them on the air. Just read them. But Tim Traver sends $110 and says, I want to give all the writers at Fightful Amazing Blessings for all the hard work they do every day and night. I also want to say this. When you get knocked on your butt, get back up and keep moving. I also got a diecast site called the Diecast Collective on Facebook. Check it out. I saw him collecting some of those diecasts. You cars. mean the, the cars? Yeah, I'm okay. going to check that out. Everybody do that. Check that out. Uh, Tim Traver is one of our great supporters. He has always been so great, and he's he's had a tough time of late. Thank yeah. you so much, Tim. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And Throwback, our good friend, said, Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone in the Fightful family. With Seamus not having anything planned after Fastlane, as we know now, what could you see next for him? Going to NXT help him at some point or any other talent? Uh, who do you see making an impact after Mania with no part-timers? Well, we're about to get into the part-timers, but as far as Sheamus NXT, I think probably six months ago I'd have been like, oh, no, not a fit. Yeah. Uh, after the bangers he's been putting on Jimmy, yeah, I'm going to say that would be a cool fit. It's a former world champion going over there. And we saw that in past years, Jimmy, where Tyson Kidd or Titus O'Neil going over there meant more. Brizongo going over there meant more. Him going over there would mean an awful lot. I think that would be really, really great. I think so, too, plus losses are losses. Yeah. And and so the television viewer who saw him lose to Drew McIntyre, lose to Bobby Lashley, he's going to lose to Drew McIntyre at Fastlane. They see a loser with all due respect to him. You put him on the NXT brand, and all of a sudden you got new life in Sheamus. That makes sense yes. to me. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm, I'm do you have more Super Chats? Just, uh, oh, yeah, we've got a couple more. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think that – I think they should – pretty well go to Seamus and say bud what brand do you want to be on right now that's how good he's been in the ring hopefully he that doesn't man, say AEW <laughs> that man has been killing it to such an extreme degree in the ring let if that man wants to go to NXT UK for a while I could think of far worse matches than him and Walter Jimmy and I gotta admit him and Lashley on Monday I really enjoyed it like every single match that he has. Him there. and Lashley were just pounding on each other, man. That was good. Yeah. I liked it. Evan Wright says, my God, Finn Juice versus Violence is forever. Yeah, Fightful broke the story today. Uh, we got David Finley and Juice Robinson in their first match in front of paying live fans in America in over a year. MLW or uh, New Japan and Impact stars taking on MLW's Violence is forever. That's a big WrestleMania weekend match. I was uh, very excited when I got the news of that. Confirmed it, got it set up, uh, or got it got it broken. Even even the 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 promoter was like, "Okay, here we go." Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Stellar Justin Lopez says, "I'm sure Charlie is worried about the heat she has 
while athletes like Mag- Magic Johnson put over how good of an interviewer she is on ESPN. She is very good. She's extremely good at her job. However, Jimmy, you can't be late to your job. Agreed. I I I, I know that that person that that super chat they were being sarcastic when they said I'm sure yeah. she's concerned or whatever. She's Charlie Caruso's got so many options. She's gonna be fine. She's gonna be great. Oh yeah. She's, she's really good at her job. But, yeah. Uh, word got back to to the head of the company that you're making wrestlers wait around for interviews and it didn't go well. It you know what's ironic well. about that, Sean? What's ironic is that Vince McMahon always had the reputation of hating yep. tardiness and never being late. And now who's always, you know, either late to tapings or doesn't show up at all? Vince McMahon. Late, and, and yes, that is, that is the irony. Late yep. to tapings has had some of the same people that were mentioned in that story, FightfulSelect.com, by the way, waiting months on contract negotiations, Jimmy. Yes. Um, I would hear stories about Randy Orton not getting his contract negotiation discussions in a timely manner. Yeah. If that doesn't speak to you about where the priorities lie, I, I mean, and it, the focus can't all be going into creative, Jimmy. It ain't that. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you all don't mind, share this link. We've got a few more Super Chats to read, actually. We've got a lot today. Throwback says, what's Jimmy's thoughts on... Uh, sport owners and musicians and owners in pro sports. LeBron James owning <laughs> a part of the Red Sox. Yeah. It's so, a shock around here. From what I understand, he, I, I don't think he bought into the Red Sox. He invested into the parent company that happens to own the rest of the Red Sox. Yes. I mean, good for him, man. He's 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 earned his money. And and so if, if that's what he chooses to do with it, good for him. I have a lot of respect for LeBron James because he comes up out of high school and you're always worried about these kids that come into money out of high school that they're not going to have the right people around them and, and, and whatever. LeBron James is not an idiot. And he uh, shredded himself with the right people. He's done very well for himself in basketball and outside of basketball. And if he's chosen to invest in that company, good for him. Daniel says, question about the shakeup. I get WWE keeps it like a draft. Wouldn't it make more sense if they didn't have it every year, then do trades? I've not heard anything about another shakeup happening this year. I've not heard a thing about it. So I don't think that they are having a shakeup this year. I think they'll wait and do the draft uh, accordingly. Or, or you know what, maybe they wanted the draft to establish brands, and now they'll do a shakeup right. uh, from, from here on out. But, right. yeah, uh, I think that a draft makes sense every few years. Like, you do it like the World Cup every three or four years or so if, if you're going to keep that keep that separate man the super chats are rolling in jimmy joseph cray sends a 50 dollar one and says take my stimmy please thanks for all the work you and srs do you were one of my inspirations for starting my own podcast a year ago that makes me very happy to hear uh people like throwback have said that as well that makes me very very happy thank you we're out here saving lives jimmy that's what we're doing we're on the front line we are essential workers uh, in this pandemic oh, era, Lord. that's, that's oh, what Lord. we're doing. You know, it's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heavier into the stock market now, and the stock market's been on a downturn. Everybody's like, we need those stimulus checks. Yeah, well, yesterday mine hit, got hit hard, but today it's recovered pretty well. Um, <laughs> we have Anakin JMT says, got to say, I feel it's a mistake if Impact is running a show against Mania Night 1. I know some will watch it over Mania, but how many more... Would watch but won't. It is a it is an absolute mistake if they run a show opposite of uh, of WrestleMania. John Pollock just reported something about it though, so I'm going to find out what that is. But what do you think about Impact announcing a WrestleMania Day uh, show? 
I don't really think. I mean, the, the, I was going to talk about it later on uh, on the on the podcaster, but they're also going to be running uh, Rebellion the same day as UFC two sixty one. Yes, and um, I, I do know that that AEW largely got on Sunday, or one of the big yes. reasons they went on Sunday is because of the stacked UFC show. Yes, and and there's going to be the draw, and and we'll get into it, but it's going to be the draw of being 100 percent capacity. Uh, it is going to dig into Impact's numbers a little bit. Ooh. I mean, it's not a, a complete crossover, but it is going to dig into them. So Jeremy they... Lambert, sorry to interrupt. Jeremy Lambert said 8 p.m., but other options are being discussed. Yeah, I would discuss like 8 a.m. is a better option <laughs> than 8 p.m. Yeah. Saturday of WrestleMania. That's a bad, bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anakin says, I'm not saying the company can't take a shot, just not sure if Impact is the right company to do it. Yeah, I, I think that is... Um, not a smooth idea, Jimmy. I think I bet you know the mentality behind it. What's the mentality behind? Do they think there's, there's somehow going to piggyback somehow? Must be, yeah. must be, or or maybe get the. Oh, we're not going to watch WrestleMania. We're too cool. We're going to yeah. watch anything but WrestleMania. There, you know what? I respect them for the effort, but I just don't think it's a good idea. Carlos right. Easy says on a work meeting, so I have to check the podcast later. But that stimmy hit, so here's some love for <laughs> everybody that wasn't with a real stimulus question, I'll say, by the way, guys, you all still have some time. Uh, we're doing, we're filming two Q&As tomorrow. I'm doing mine live at noon tomorrow. I'll be answering questions on the air at Fightful Select. But a bit later, we're going to be filming Jimmy Vans, so you still got time to get questions in over there. Daniel R. says, well, you know what, I'll, I'll hold off on that one until... The, the subject because oh, we're swimming in super chats right now, Jimmy. We got plenty to get to. <laughs> we got that Cameron Grimes money right now. Oh, Thank nice, you guys. nice. I still have an announcement. Do I get to make my announcement? <laughs> what was the announcement? All right, let me make my announcement. So this over here, if I can get this in the shot, this is the Fightful Championship belt right here. Any, anybody who might be new to this podcast, maybe you haven't seen this before. This is the Fightful Championship belt right there. I introduced this, I think it was three years ago, I believe it was. And the inaugural Fightful Champion was a, a member of the Fightful team named Latina Heat Melissa. She what? defeated she defeated Sean Ross Sapp in an intergender oh. matchup to become the first Fightful champion. She then successfully defended this title on more than one occasion against Sean Ross Sapp. I have Jimmy, some news. Do you know how much it devalues a title to vacate it? Did I say I'm vacating the title? Oh, you for sure are because she's a coward and you support her being a coward. What do they say about people when they assume, Sean? What, what's going on here? What's so, going on here? Unfortunately, from- unfortunately, due to COVID... Uh, and unfortunately, due to being in Toronto where the government sucks and they've had us locked down for an entire year, due to that, Melissa has been unable to defend her title. And I don't believe in the 30-day rule, you know, that WWE no. used to do. I we also... Did, we did see her assault me in a bathroom. We did see her, like, do a lot of those things. She, It's been defended. It's been a while. You know it's been a while. And so I thought to myself, what can I do? Because I don't, I don't want to do the 30-day rule. But you know how the UFC sometimes, they'll let a guy go like six months plus without defending a, a championship, and they'll do the interim title in the meantime? I don't want to do an interim Fightful Championship. So here's what I did, Sean. It was very difficult to do the logistics with COVID protocol and travel. But somehow, I managed to organize a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. 
I organized a tournament in Rio de Janeiro to crown the new fightful champion because Melissa was unable to defend her title. And I am proud and I am happy to announce, Sean Rossap, that as a result of that tournament in Rio de Janeiro, we have crowned a new fightful champion. I want to introduce to you our new champion, Mr. Joel Pearl. Here he is right here. What? No! Congratulations, Joel. There you go. Congratulations. What is this? <laughs> no! Sean Ross Sapp, just call me vacant, baby, because I got yours. Well, I'm, I'm messaging Jeremy now. And you know what we're going to do, Sean Ross Sapp? Here's what we're going to do. Since everything, <laughs> since everything is still locked down due to COVID... Here's what we're going to do. In the meantime, until things open back up and until we can have proper challengers for the Fightful Championship, Joel Pearl is going to defend the Fightful Championship on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. He's going to defend it by way of video game, uh, video game matchups. And what we're going to do is we're going to hold a tournament involving Anybody related to the Fightful family, it's going to be, what was it, Mario Kart 64? Start with Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64, we're going to have a tournament on our Twitch channel. The winner of that tournament is going to take on Joel Pearl for the Fightful Championship. And I got ideas for for stuff that we might be able to do with the Fightful uh, viewers and listeners as well. But to start, we're going to have the Fightful family, a tournament, Mario Kart 64, to determine... about this <laughs> i am seething right now and sean ross up do you understand now why i couldn't go to Streamyard? yeah i got it jimmy you got it that's why i couldn't go to your Streamyard link I, I had to stick with what we had set up sean i hope you understand this is this is a bad idea this is a bad <laughs> idea i know joe pearl this is a bad idea Congratulations to Joel Pearl. How was Rio? Rio was beautiful this time of year. I was can it? tell you. It is a wonderful place, Jimmy. I got to tell you, man, getting people across the border, it was a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? I had to work with the government to get it done. I had to, it, it was very difficult. Brazil has had outbreaks, Sean. I'm going to hit you over the you head know? with this marble table. <laughs> I, wait, wait. I snuck in. You got everyone else had to... Had to go through protocols? I, I managed to get everybody in for the tournament. I did. And, uh, and, and Rio de Janeiro was the perfect place for this tournament, which is completely not fictitious. And Joel Pearl won the Fightful Championship. So stay tuned to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We're going to have the tournament. Mario Kart 64, oh. winner faces Joel Pearl for the Fightful Melissa Championship. Melissa is in the chat right now. Joel, 1v1 me in Mario Party. You have Roger Acevedo saying this is amazing. Well, you know what, Roger Acevedo? You banned. <laughs> Throwback says, wow, go Joe Pearl. How can we get in on this? I don't know, Throwback. Donate $900,000 more <laughs> on Super Chat, Throwback. Dante says, Bischoff just gave Triple H the belt. This is a much darker age than 2003. WWE. And I didn't oh. give anybody the belt. He won it in a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. That's right. Show I am the Rob Van Dam of that era. Like the fans, the people want me. They know that I'm the most exciting person here. Oh, really? Melissa ran from me for years. She would assault me in bathrooms. I, you know, you're going to make me play video games? Make me play video games, Jimmy? I don't even have eyes that work right now. <laughs> this is another plot 
to keep me away from the Fightful Championship. Uh, Branson says, first Adam screws SRS on Quizzlemania, and now even Jimmy Van himself, hashtag justice for SRS. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I will be on Quizzlemania today, so you know what? I'm going to win that. Then I'm going to find a way to beat Joel Pearl, either physically, pause, or on, on the video game, and I'm going to become champ champ. I'm getting sick of this. Bud sure. Ryan says this is the greatest reveal in wrestling. Congrats, <laughs> ISO Joe. Anakin says, I know Joel Pearl, too, and this is amazing. What the hell is this? You know what's really amazing? What's really amazing is for, like, the last 20 minutes, we were sitting here. Joel was sitting there the whole time. Sean had no idea. That was the best part. Throwback says, myself and the crew challenged Joel Pearl to Gears of War 5, uh, player versus player. Now, see, here's the thing. Joel Pearl's going to get famous off of me. I, I'm... I came all the way to Canada specifically to meet Joel Pearl two years ago, Jimmy. Specifically for that reason. Yes, just that reason. Him and Spencer. Because I'm a good guy. I paid my own way, paid for my own five-star hotel. Is that right? Did you? Yes, just so I could meet Joel Pearl. And this is what he does to me? This is what he does to me. I feel betrayed. I feel like I've been bamboozled. I've I've been hoodwinked. I have just been... I've had the wool pulled over my eyes. I do not like this at all. You should be very, very proud of the fact that I needed somebody to stay back to keep an eye on Fightful, which is why you were not invited to the tournament. Molly Bell, the great Molly Bell, says, Fightful, finger poke of doom, unbelievable. Someone please check on Jeremy. Jeremy is is probably beside himself as well. I don't even want to open up my Twitter right now. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to see what's going on. First of all, Jay Brownlee says it's a swerve. Holy hell, bro. Sean, Jeremy Lambert should be absolutely over the moon right now cuz you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring this fightful twitch to the masses. We are going to make it the place to be. It already is the place to no, be. No, no, no. We're going to make it the place to be. Oh, Sean. So you need a, what you're saying is you need a prop. You need a prop. That's what they always say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you calling the Fightful Championship a prop? The way that you're treating it, yes. Who uh, the hell are you? Vince Russo all of a sudden? I didn't even get invited to Rio. I, somebody had to stay back that I could, you know, trust to watch Fightful, and that person was you. Throwback says, I'll place jersey bets anyway to get that belt or make sure SRS gets that belt. Can't do 99,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of super chats. Um, I'm, I'm livid about this. I'm not happy about this whatsoever. Um, am I coming to Canada this year, Jimmy? I mean, there, won't, there probably won't be a Jays game. Uh, I mean, I but if, if, if they lift COVID protocol, then uh, I will con- consider bringing you in. And maybe if Joel is still the Fightful champion at that time, we will have a actual uh, wrestling matchup for the title. Yeah, we'll I'm, see. I'm going to beat the living shit out of Joel Pearl is what's going to happen. <laughs> I was going to invite you to my house for a nice meal. And here we are. You're going to no, beat me up? No, I have, I have some of the best pro wrestlers and MMA fighters at my disposal. And I'm going to train with them until I come to Canada. And then I am going to beat the living shit out of Joel Pearl in that very room in which you all see right now. I got a connection to George St. Pierre. Don't worry about it. Thank God. Yeah, you'll be good. I'm you'll be scared. Good. <laughs> so congratulations to Joel Pearl, the Fightful champion. The tournament was great, Sean. It's too bad there's no video footage of it. The tournament was great, and, uh, and Joel's your champion, so uh, stay tuned. What? 
I bet I could find some footage of it. I bet Think I so? I, I, I th- I'm going to do my investigative work, and I'm going to find some footage on it. Guys, keep those super chats rolling. Kevin Steets asks, Joel, are you thrifty? I mean, you should see where I live, Sean. He, do- <laughs> he, doesn't, even, he doesn't even know the bit, Jimmy. By the way, I'm going to do a Quizzlemania bit that might ruin my career today. Very excited for it. You know, Joel's quality of life will surprise you. <laughs> Throwback says, the Pearl versus the legend. I'm down for it. Rob Bookin says, I'm a fan of Joel Pearl, but this is the second worst day in Fightful history. Another surprise. Check your front door <laughs> outside. Bud Ryan says, long may he reign like another musical champion. The honky-tonk man. You know what? If, if there was a comparison, a direct comparison... That fits this. It is Honky Tonk Man as Intercontinental Champion. He had a hell of a run. That's a pretty Tell good me comparison. What you remember Honky Tonk Man of, of his during his title reign. Macho Man Randy Savage on Saturday Night's main event. Where the hell have you been? Uh, not there because it didn't mean shit. Honky Tonk Man sucks. So does Joe Pearl. That was a great program. Him and Savage were excellent together. That was a great program. Ray Callahan called uh, Ray uh, Joel the Miz a weak transitional champion. <laughs> And Nick says this is the equivalent of Triple H pedigreeing Seth. Yep. <laughs> throwback, throwback sends another one. He says, oh, no, that was the old one. Marco says Jimmy Van did this because he loves this business. I'm getting so sick of this. <laughs> I, I, I said, you know what? Let, let's start a Twitch. Let's start a Twitch. I, I thought I said to start a Twitch. First off, Jeremy and Joel are turning it into their own goddamn personal Truman show, streaming 24 hours a day. Whatever. It's your time. That's you why he turned out to be the perfect new champion. Joel, Just the stars uh, Jeremy aligned. Says that, Jeremy says that he made you famous. I am... Throwback says this is uh, like Elias winning the WWE title. Doesn't make any sense. And uh, he says my Reds jersey is coming. Heck Yeah. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. I know we're well off the tracks. We haven't yeah, even we talked are. about wrestling, and we're, no. we're, half, we're halfway through this show. Yep. Well, I guess we'll try our best. And, Joel, feel free. Move the mic a little bit closer to your mouth. Feel free to oh, uh, participate. Oh, he's hanging around. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's like, a, like fucking Jimmy Fallon where he just lets the guests hang around. He's oh. the fightful champion. He's allowed to stick around for the rest of the podcast today. Oh, my God. Absolutely. towns. Can you not see the new overlay? Yeah, you you gotta make towns like Hamilton, and that's it, right? Like that. Remember when you said Mississauga? Mississauga, Mississauga. There you go. All right, let's talk about WrestleMania because we got some more clarity now. And uh, you know, first off, Fastlane is really poorly positioned, but I get why they're doing it. It's a test for Peacock. They want to test Peacock to make sure that it's ready to go with a live event. I get it. Really poor position from a creative point of view. I get why they're doing it from a logistic point of view. As of this moment, there are four matches confirmed for Mania. There's Roman Reigns Edge, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, uh, and AJ Styles and Omos versus The New Day. And then there's a bunch that we're expecting, you know, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Oscar Charlotte, uh, Damian Priest, Bad Bunny, Ms. Morrison, probably an Andre the Giant Battle Royal, maybe a Women's Battle Royal. Here's my question for you. Right now, we're, we're just a few weeks out now. As of yet... No word on John Cena, no word on Brock Lesnar, no word on The Undertaker, Triple H, Goldberg, none of the part-timers that you're accustomed to seeing at WrestleMania. Do you think that they're going to completely just do away with part-timers, or do you think they're going to wait until after Fastlane? I don't think they'll completely do away with them, but and I have no actual insight as to the status of these part-timers. I don't know. 
But it wouldn't surprise me if they did pop up into a cinematic match yes. unadvertised. Yes. I think that would be very cool. I think that's something they should do in the future. They should just like as, as an intermission for these long shows for fans when they kind of come back. You should acclimate them by being like, okay, we're going to run a cinematic match, even if it's not advertised. Now I'm sure there's going to be one between Alexa and um, Randy, Alexa Orton. and Randy this weekend. But yeah. I think that that's that's more likely. Undertaker, he's done. Uh, Goldberg has two matches a year on his deal. I could see them waiting until more fans are back, mm-hmm. like to use him at another time. I don't think there have been any serious talks with Brock Lesnar as mm-hmm. of yet. The Rock next year is the year for The Rock. Come on, AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. So I think they got to pick their spots. Triple H, I mean, Triple H has been done, quite frankly. But he has not retired. He hasn't retired, but yeah. he's been done. Even the match that he had recently yeah. didn't happen. He has You're not right. wrestled since um, since June 2019. Yeah, he does keep himself in shape, though, so he could be yes, ready to go if needed, you know? So one note about John Cena that I want to mention, too. So I, I talked before about how the whole mandatory 14-day quarantine does not apply to him uh, because uh, arts and entertainment is deemed essential business, so he can get across with a sure. quarantine. That being said, Robert Patrick is an actor that is filming The Peacemaker with him. Uh, people might know him from Terminator 2 and a bunch of other stuff. I saw an interview with Robert Patrick this past Sunday where he said that they are still in Vancouver, B.C. filming The Peacemaker. Yeah. Again, that doesn't mean that he can't come over to Florida between now and, and Mania because there is no quarantine. But uh, just that's just kind of a fact piece of piece of piece of factual information that they are still filming the Peacemaker now. Okay, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll have him involved in in some degree, some capacity. Uh, and actually, we had a super chat related to WrestleMania. Daniel R says. Match you want at Mania that won't happen. Walter versus Thatcher is the match I would want. Walter at Mania, please. I don't think I don't think they're doing that at all. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Everybody yeah, that, wants that match. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that they just won't do what people want. You know what I mean? Isn't it amazing? Yes. They just yes, won't do it. I mean, I could understand why they didn't want to spend money uh, to to bring Brock in when they they who knows what the the fan situation will truly be. They can't really maximize on that. You're right, but they just got a billion dollars for the Peacock deal. I think they can afford to bring in Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the whole I thing's kind of stupid. Too. Uh let's move on. The, the, now this is a potential wrench in WrestleMania plan, so to me this fits under the whole WrestleMania theme that we're talking about here. The latest COVID outbreak you broke the story, and I'll turn the floor over to you, and you can talk about it. Oh, well, this has got to be a major concern because what can you imagine, Sean Rossap? Imagine if one week before WrestleMania there's an outbreak. Imagine. Yes. Yes. It and would I completely think that's, I think fuck that's up why WrestleMania. They're keeping NXT separate of WWE when it actually would make sense if they would do NXT on Mania because right. they don't want the fuck up situation that keeps happening at the Performance Center. Yep. Uh, the the Taz sloppy shop comments. We're like four outbreaks ago, Jimmy. Yeah. It, it is so dumb of them to have people come in five days a week and then test them uh, once, twice, even three times a week. Yeah. It doesn't work. You, there's an incubation period. There's there's a whole lot of issues there. And last week, they had a bunch of people come in to move rings and uh, they, from one warehouse to another. A bunch of people don't wear masks and constant frustration, Jimmy. From the roster, both in NXT and the main roster, and Vincent Mann himself, mm-hmm. uh, I had uh, just—I'm I'm jumping all over the place—but a bunch of people got COVID 
And then there were wrestlers finding out from me that this was happening. And then they're like, well, shit, I just got a call. I just, I just found this out. At least two matches I, I've been told were going to be changed or they expected to be changed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. They expected the Imperium match to be changed, and they expected Leon Ruff and Swerve Scott to be changed. Of course, that can also change. Mm-hmm. But Vince McMahon got frustrated, and I had somebody bring up a really good point, Jimmy. Somebody was like, I don't think that Steve Cutler's firing days before the Super Bowl was a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I think that was his way of saying, don't go to Super Bowl parties unmasked or mm-hmm. don't go to them. And, I mean, he had we, – we heard about Kevin Owens going straight to him last year and being like, these people aren't taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. He wasn't happy. He's, he's – this is not going to make him happy at all. So would this not fall on the shoulders of Triple H? Yes, it would. It would right? fall on the shoulders of Triple H and the people who run things at the PC and oversee that. Right. It is dangerous. It is stupid. I'd like to know who was the decision maker that decided to bring in these contract workers to move stuff without being without following protocol. I mean, Joel will tell you he's here with us on the fourth floor here. My main floor is on the second floor, but he's here with me on the fourth floor. I follow protocol here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't have a billion dollar entity like they have, you know, in NXT and WWE. It's shocking to me that they continue over and over and over and over again to do this shit. Well, it's shocking that you keep doing the shit that you do. You do, Jimmy. Jeremy Lambert <laughs> says, I bust my ass every day for Fightful, working 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. some days, <laughs> outworking everyone not named Sean Ross Sapp, never miss a day, produce hours upon hours of content, and Joel Pearl gets handed a title. I quit, Jimmy Van. Okay, he did not get handed it. He won it in a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. If that is true, I will find footage of it. And Look for I will footage. air it next week. Okay, do it. Look for it. I'm, I'm going to do it. And I will good. find it, Jimmy. You know I will. I can't I'm, wait to see it. I'm good at this shit. It was actually quite entertaining. Like, the final pinfall was awesome. That's true. Yeah. Hell. It MC was good. Carvalho says, got my hotel and flight for Mania. Looking forward to seeing Bad Bunny and Sasha and Bianca. They, I want to see Sasha and Bianca in spite of, of the way that they booked it, Jimmy. Yes, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. I want to talk about uh, plans for Mania in terms of logistics. So... First, UFC announced that on April 24th, which, as we talked about earlier, is the same day that Impact is running Rebellion, which is Omega's match, which, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to have that match on the same day as UFC. But April 24th, they're going to do UFC 261. Of course, they're doing it from Jacksonville, Florida. Of course, they are. And they're going to do a 100% capacity show. Uh, the venue, I looked it up, they can get about 15,000 people in there for, uh, for, uh, for an event like the UFC. 
So WWE just announced today, March 17th, that for WrestleMania, they're going to be expecting about 25,000 fans a night. Like you said, if they can get it, it might be tough because uh, there's not going to be any touring fans. So uh, if they can get it, they're expecting 25,000 a night. That's about 35% capacity. And so I look at it like, you know how Vince McMahon is. They're not going to be able to say that they you know, are the first full capacity event, but they're going to be able to announce a bigger crowd than UFC. Yes. So at least they'll have and, that. Ugh, when I heard the UFC was going to do capacity, I was like, of course they are. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. We shit on Florida a lot. The case count is dropping. I looked it up yes. the other day. It, I think they're averaging about 4,500 uh, cases a day over the last seven days. So it is dropping. Uh, because the vaccine is just much more prevalent in the U.S. than it is uh, in, in, in a place like Canada. So at least they have that. The Super Bowl does not look like it was a super spreader. And so at least they got that. 100% capacity, that might be a little bit too aggressive right now. But yeah. uh, that's what they're doing. Jay Brownlee says, have you guys seen the BS between Cornette, Miro, and Penelope? If so, what's your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, I'll tell you, I go out of my way to not talk about stuff like that on the air. Uh, but uh, as far as my thoughts for it, I don't like the idea of tearing somebody down with insults to prop up your content. If that's what he wants to do, well, he can deal with the, the backlash. And it seems like he's more than okay doing that. Only thing I'll say about Miro was I absolutely loved his booking at revolution. Yeah, I, I loved too. it. And, and, oh, and cool. even the little thing, Sean, I didn't like Miro with bleached hair. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought this guy's supposed to be. Look at the shape he got himself in. Yes. I, I thought I thought this guy's supposed to be a monster, and he's out there wearing like Louis Vuitton shirts with bleached hair. It didn't work. Now he got rid of that. He was a, a, a badass, kick-ass heel at Revolution. I loved it. I love what they did with him. Gregory Nelson says, "When the stimmy hits, everybody is suddenly Ted DiBiase." Here's a few bucks. Plus, I just signed up for Fightful Select. Well, thank you so much. Throwback sends another big one. Says, "Happy COVID New Year." Insane that year ago, uh, year ago places uh, were being locked down, and now we're here talking about open shows. Thank you, Fightful, Sean, and Rob. Without Fightful, there wouldn't be a Wicked Crazy Pinfalls show. Yeah, it's been a full year since I've traveled for any work. I feel like Toronto's been locked down for a full year, and yeah. uh, I'm done with it. Joel and I talked about it a bit before he went on the air. I'm so done with it. Our government is shit. That's all I'm going to say, Sean. Because Sean doesn't like yeah, it when I, I go I on. He doesn't I like it when I go on rants. I wish that a time or two over the last year, Jimmy. I'm so sick of this lockdown. It's so stupid. But anyway, we'll move you on. Know, you know what's dumber? What's that? People that died. Joel Pearl won the tournament to become the first Fightful champion? What yes. do you think of the Joel belt, Pearl? by the way? Oh, can we talk about how beautiful, beautiful. this championship belt is? It is Come a beautiful on. belt. This is the one. It does. This is the one. It looks good on you, too, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it does. I, I'm glad to wear it now. Yeah, looks good. I, I've got to literally watch the show back because I listened to absolutely nothing you said <laughs> after he was handed that. <laughs> Something about twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Yeah. Sure. Go over there. Wet Jeremy Lambert's beak. He's going to need it because you're going to make him fucking depressed again, Jimmy. All he has to do. So, Jeremy, if you can hear me, here's what you do. Enter the tournament, Mario Kart 64, enter the tournament to win an opportunity at Joel Pearl and the Fightful Championship. That's what you do. Texas 41 says, any news on Thea Trinidad? She stopped going into, uh, she popped into going in Raw's Impact live stream last night just to say hello. Impact Zone confirmed. I'd be shocked if they didn't want her, Jimmy, but I would say that she's going to have multiple suitors. Her, uh, 
her non-compete was up a month ago. Yeah. So she can go wherever she wants now. Normally, I would say that AEW is too overloaded with talent now yeah. uh, because they are too overloaded with talent. But she's a, she's a different case. She's not another you know male body on the roster. I think that there would be a use for her. I know people have suggested put her with LAX. I know they're not LAX anymore, but yeah. I think that's there's a spot for her there. She's a great promo, and so that's something they should look at. Rob Wilkins says, Robert Patrick's second time working with Cena. First time is for the Oscar-winning Marine. Uh, I never would have known that, but good for you. Uh, Banks definitely didn't win an Oscar. He says, uh, Bianca Belair, Banks' story is bad. They don't want it to main event. It's it's got a main event night one. I mean, over Lashley and Drew even. It's got a main event night one, but they are screwing themselves with this match. Yeah, I agree that... Everything they're doing, everything. I mean, making them a tag team, making them lose matches, like you're building up your program by having them lose matches. The the women's tag team titles, it's just been a complete shit show. Uh, I agree. I agree. The whole thing's been shit. What else you got, Jimmy? I want to talk about another... Super Chats now. So people want us to be poor. <laughs> they stopped sending us Super Chats. They, they want Jimmy to put me up in a crack house again yes. when I come to Toronto to beat Joel Pearl's ass. This is personal, Joel. I don't even care if you have the championship at this point. I, I'm whipping Melissa's ass. I'm whipping <laughs> Joel Pearl's ass. It's happening. We're still on for the watch-along, though, right? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I want to ask you about uh, WWE's Hall of Fame. So I just I, I don't get it. You know, I, I understand they lost a year, COVID protocol. You had to push the 2020 class to 21. I get it. Got some news breaking on that on FightfulSelect.com tomorrow. Well, maybe you can give a little tease for, 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 yes, the, for the wonderful listener boy, uh, uh, viewers and listeners. I understand, you know, again, they like to have their annual, here's your 2020 class, here's your 2021 class. Makes no sense to me to have another class this year. Molly Hawley is completely deserving. Yes. Uh, I, could t- I could tell you a personal story about Molly Hawley. She is a sweetheart. Everything you see on television is true. When it comes to Molly Holly, she, she is a, a gold-hearted person, fully deserving, but they've already got a full class for 2020. They don't need to have another one. Are they going to do a six-hour mandatory broadcast before WrestleMania? They don't need to oh. have another class this year. Uh, no, they don't need another class. And by the way, uh, Bryant, I see your original Super Chat. My apologies. It'll get read. Well, there have been conflicting reports, but I can tell you this. Our report is correct. They're planning on taping it. That way, it does not go long. So, Okay, that's fine. But even if they tape it for the talent that are there mandatorily, is that a word? I, no, no, no. That was, that was the case last year. Oh. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what they're going to do now. Oh, I don't know all if right. they'll have talent there. I don't know what that situation will be. They're doing okay. an awful lot of tapings that week. They're taping the week before the week before Mania, if that makes any sense. Yep. So yep. Uh, I'm looking at it. Probably, I, I think, in two weeks, they'll be taping a lot of this stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that's going to get taped there. I don't know if talent is going to be mandatory there. But what happened was uh, Vince McMahon started to get upset a few years ago when people were just walking out and leaving. So the first year, they changed the configuration. Of course, the Bret Hart thing happened. That's a yep. bummer. But uh, after that, it was last year it was going to be mandatory for talent to stick around the entire time. And the talent that I spoke to said it's no disrespect to those people, but uh, we would love to sit around and watch their speeches. But when we have to be up at 6 a.m. to meet our media obligations in the morning, 
it's easier said than done. Hundred percent. I I fully agree with the talent, and 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 it's shitty for everybody. You remember that that wide shot of Bill Goldberg that made the rounds? Yes. When Goldberg came out as the headliner, and there's nobody there, and it's yes. shitty for Goldberg. But I'm with you on the talent. I'm with you. You know, they they make him get up at the crack of dawn for media veil, and you want them to be out till two in the morning because of a seven hour long Hall of Fame ceremony. I I fully I fully get it. Uh. T.L. Bryant says, first donation, uh, since Cesaro and Sheamus pushes are being slowed down, would it be good to bring back the bar? I love them together. Them as a babyface team does sound kind of interesting, but I think right now they're on a good trajectory solo, and eventually you can bring them back. And apologies, it took a while for us to read that, Bryant, but thank you so much for the Super Chats. I think right now would be a good time to just see what they can do on their own, and if it doesn't work, you can always go back to it, Jimmy. I think Cesaro uh, has momentum right now. Uh, it looks like it's going to be him and Rollins. I'm sure they'll probably put Rollins over. But uh, I think Cesaro is looking pretty good, so I, I would like to see where that goes. Again, I feel like Sheamus, he's going to lose to Drew McIntyre fastly because Drew McIntyre is going into Mania as the challenger for the title. So he's going to lose to him. That's three big losses in a row for, for Sheamus, uh, plus when he was laid out by Drew in the, in the non-finish. So unfortunately, he is going to be looked at as you know by the say the, the casual television audience as, as on a losing streak per se, but his his work in the ring's been really good, no question. T.L. Bryant says thanks, brother. Just really wanted your all's take on it. Rooting for you on Quizlemania. That's how I found you. Well, I appreciate it. Our European uh, foothold has has really increased, especially Jimmy, since we we are now the leaders in British news. WrestleMyBritishGranny.com. <laughs> I saw that, and, and my beverage company, Mood, is now everywhere. We're on shelves in Ireland, in the over. U.K. We're coming to Canada and the U.S. So there you go. We're and everywhere. Dante V sends a giant super chat and says, for SRS training to take back the belt and Denise's <laughs> race, she keeps asking you for. Get your vaccines, you nerds. Denise has gotten three raises and a Christmas bonus, a giant one. She's all right. Let does Denise play video games at all? I don't think so. Okay, because if she does, I want her to enter the tournament uh, to earn a right to challenge Joel Pearl for, that, Pearl for the Fightful Championship. So this is a top contender tournament. This is a number one contender tournament. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Now, Ooh. I want to I move on. To, I want to segue to something fun for a minute, Sean. I want to go back into the vault for a minute, Sean. This is what we're going to do. Because I was inspired by something I saw today. Aside from... Joel Pearl, the new Fightful champion. You've, you've made, I, I try not to curse on the air anymore, and this week I've cursed so much, and I feel so bad for it. Oh, uh, With me, you can. On this podcast, you can. But here's what I want to do. I happened to notice on The Rock's Instagram that he posted a video about one of his favorite pancake recipes. And when I saw The Rock post this video with one of his favorite pancake recipes, I thought to myself, you know what? Three years ago... You and I had a fun little debate on the list and you, boy, some of our more recent viewers or listeners might not have seen that debate because they, you know, they might've come along afterwards. It's a great piece of footage. And so what I want to do now is I want to air our pancake versus waffles video. Camillo, go to the footage. Oh, fuck. Pancakes. Waffles. There is a war going on. There is no feud. It is waffles. That's it. Do you like waffles? Do you like pancakes? Pancakes are better than waffles. Which do you prefer? French toast. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> There's no way you like pancakes more than waffles. Absolutely. <clears throat> I am, in fact, the pancake king. Waffles are just so much better. Check 
your Aunt Jemima, no pancake, have an ass. Directly into the SmackDown Hotel. Pancakes get soggy and just un unedible. Does he have no respect? Pancakes aren't as good as waffles. Oh, that's why. I got it. I got it. Your friend there. What's his deal? Is he is he retarded? Gonna run a, a poll here. Waffles took an early lead. I see the poll Great. results. Kudos, people. There are a lot of intelligent pancake lovers in this world, Chad. If we took the Canadian vote out, then waffles would be winning. If you take Kentucky out, then you get to lose a lot of waffle votes too, Sean. There is a massive cluster of waffle houses in the southern Atlantic region. But uh, yeah, crepes and pancakes win. Crepes are pancakes, people. I'm glad that there's some still some intelligence left in this world. You gotta try crepes. They're, you gotta try crepes. They're excellent. I'm gonna give them. A, I'm gonna give them a go. Hello, <laughs> we're back. And you know, you know why this is topical, Jimmy? Yeah. Because when I get to Toronto, I'm gonna drag Joel Pearl outside your office and hit him with a flapjack, the wrestling move, into one of those goddamn hot dog stands that sits outside. Really? Yeah. Did yeah, you ever one, meet one the... One of the bad ones, not one of the good ones. Did you ever meet the suntan cowboy? Yes, I did. So he's always out there. Maybe he could serve as the, the referee. It, was there a point to this? Uh, to, to Oh, you mean to the pancake versus waffles video? Yeah. So... I was just inspired when I saw The Rock's Instagram video because oh, The Rock is a very intelligent human being who understands that pancakes are better than waffles. And so when I saw the Instagram video with him showing his pancake recipe, that just got me thinking because our audience has grown from where it was three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our viewership is higher now than it was three years ago. And so I thought, there's a lot of people that agree with me that pancakes are better than waffles, and they never got to see that video. You know how many good videos we have in the can going back two, three years ago that I'm going to have to find and bring back because they're so good and a lot of people might not have we, seen we them? We don't got to find them. They're sitting on the back end of Fightful Scraps right now. Oh, okay. Well, I guess all we I have to do is just re-release them. That's what uh, we'll do. And also, I'm glad that you found a bunch of people that were wrong, like you. Um, we have a bunch of super chats. Jay Brownlee says, uh, my apologies, guys. Not trying to promote him or his negativity at all. So why the sudden change of amount of tickets for WrestleMania? I may have missed it. I don't think that they, I don't want to say they didn't get an approval for how many they could have. I, I just think there were some, there were obviously some changes because they moved the on sale date. And they so never announced like, a number prior. Yes. It was rumor but, that they were going to do 30,000 or whatever it was. Yes, and they were they were trying to push for it. Right. Anakin says, "I'll say this: can't put peanut butter on pancakes." Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah, you can. You can no nope. peanut butter Blaine. and banana, bud. Hundred uh, percent. We have a super chat. Erroneous. Somebody says erroneous. Pron pronounced law fela. I, I don't know what that means, but he says, "Do you think AEW will run soccer stadiums during the summer when they start adding fan capacity to shows?" I don't know. I think there's there's a risk of doing outdoor television shows i don't think that that's something that they'll do consistently the only thing that um, they have to watch is just the logistics just merge concessions that kind of stuff that's the that's the problem yeah throwback says srs i hear the community saying a famous line from a wrestling show joel pearl you're next much love fightful <laughs> let me in I, I, it ain't up to me i don't get to decide jimmy makes the rules of that title 
which is why I've never had it. Dante <laughs> says, any backstage reactions to Tyrus coming back from obscurity? Yeah, uh, some unhappiness that I've heard of. Tyrus is back? On NWA. Really? I didn't he, hear about he that. He's in the middle of a sexual harassment lawsuit. Yes, yes, yes. I'm aware of that. He's returning to a company that fired a guy, Dave Lagana, for the accusations levied against him. It is tone deaf. I heard Marvez left. Does that have anything to do Ma- with it? Marquez. Marquez, Marquez. sorry. Is that, does that have anything to do with it? I don't know. I'll, I'll find out. But yeah, hmm. that is not a good look whatsoever. And I've had several wrestlers that said, yep, I don't like it. And they learned nothing from the Marty Skrull thing that New Japan did a couple weeks before. Interesting. They learned nothing. I did not hear that Ste- about Tyrus. Stellar Justin Lopez says that annoys me they couldn't come up with something of substance for AJ at Mania. Cost the Hurt Business the tag titles. That faction should be running and dominating Raw with all the gold until summer. So well, I actually like that they're doing uh, AJ and, uh, and Omos. I actually like it uh, because it's something different. We haven't seen Omos in the ring. I know we've heard that he's, he's not great, but it's something different, and so I actually don't mind it. If I'm being honest, I am more interested in seeing AJ Styles and Omos challenge for the tag titles than I am Randy Orton and The Fiend. And look yeah, how much oh, television I, look how much okay, television well, they're giving Randy Orton in the fiend. If it is a straight up Firefly Funhouse match, I am very excited to see what they do there because there's a lot of source material for for Randy Orton to reference back to and a lot of Easter eggs. But the build has been absolute garbage. Yeah, like, and 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 the Alexa thing, I understand it's cinematic, I get it. I don't need to see five foot, hundred pound Alexa Bliss use hocus pocus bullshit on a you know six three, two hundred forty pound veteran like Randy Orton. I don't need to see it. I got to tell you, Sean. Even though it's cinematic, if she pulls some bullshit where all of a sudden he's getting flung across the ring by air, I'm changing channels. I don't need to see it. Yeah, I, the build for some of these WrestleMania matches has just baffled me. They have went out of their way to minimize so much of this stuff. Now, Drew and Lashley. I think they're doing all right with that. I think they're doing pretty good. Roman and Edge, these Edge promos are bad. They're bad. The Bianca Sasha stuff has been bad. And I yeah. just want to watch them wrestle. I want to watch two of the best wrestle. And right. they're having them lose all the time. Yeah. What a stupid way to build up a main event quality match. What do you think about Edge wrestling on SmackDown this week prior to Mania? Because I think that's a mistake. I don't mind it. Really? But... It's against Jey Uso, yeah. and he ain't winning, and we know he ain't winning, because yeah. he ain't won since November, Jimmy. Yeah, and well, also, he's, he's going against the challenger for the Universal title. It's much like <laughs> Drew and Sheamus. Drew and Sheamus at Fastlane. I don't like that. I think that they should be holding off Edge's, Edge's in-ring match until Mania. I think that having him... It almost reminds me of when The Rock did the Survivor Series first, and I get why he did it, because it was MSG. I get it, but I, it, it reminded me of that. It took some shine off The Rock that you got to see him before Mania. I feel like it's taking some shine off Edge, hold off until Mania. And, and I want to um, ask you about, about Fastlane. Well, hold on. Let me, let me address the Edge thing. Somebody says, okay. Edge promo's bad? What? Yeah. The Edge promo's where he comes out and he goes, I'm in your head. I'm in your head, Roman. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what somebody who gets into somebody's head says. Him coming out and saying, well, I, I don't like the way that, that Daniel Bryan got into this match. I mean, I know that Roman Reigns, he came out and he beat up a, a beat up Daniel Bryan and screwed him over. Like, Ed, Edge has a problem with the way that Daniel Bryan's getting involved, but doesn't have a problem with the way that Roman Reigns does it. Oh, by the way, look at all the ways that Edge has gotten into this stuff. He should respect it. That should be the thing. He should say, I respect what you're doing here. And then... At some point, there'd be a tipping point. I think Jeremy says it best. 
and, and this is from a character standpoint, not Adam Copeland. Every week on Fridays, Jeremy goes, Edge is a bitch. <laughs> He's the character of Edge yeah. is being a whiny bitch about this. That that's that's it. Not Adam Copeland. Let me specify. Um, as far as wrestling Jimmy or Jay Uso, I think there's a distinct reason for that. It's a hunch, not a report. He has not wrestled a live, unedited match in a while. Well, they also are using it as the whole first match in 11 years on SmackDown. I saw that that billing. Ten years, so yes. whatever um, it is, I, I saw that building. So they're using that as a as a means to get people to watch the show. But he's got to he's got to wrestle a live unedited match because there he's had the the benefit of cinematic matches, right? Right. Like ever since he came back. So and and cutting a match off at the end and filming the end differently. Uh, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, that was it. That was all. Okay. well. I, I was going to ask you about about Fastlane. Do you oh. recall the last time that WWE booked a show this insignificant? No. And again, no. I know why they're doing it. I get why they're doing it. If I was them, I'd probably do the same thing. You know, it, it's, it's almost like what you saw with the uh, exploding barbed wire death match, even though, again, they tried to test the pyro in advance. Peacock thing is a big deal. You want to test a live event before Mania. You do not want Mania to be your testing ground. I got a nice email from Peacock today, by the way. Oh, yeah? Did they offer you the uh, subscription for four ninety nine? No, I mean an actual, honest-to-God, good relationship-building message from Peacock today. Did it say there, unsubscribe at the bottom if you're not interested? <laughs> no, no, it didn't. I'm very excited about that. Hopefully uh, they're easier to deal with than others. But I think this match should have happened in place of of Elimination Chamber. I don't think you got to have Elimination Chamber right there. And Fastlane makes sense. It's, it, like, kicks off that run. The problem um, is when you look at the card— with the exception of Roman and Brian, which interests me just because it'll be good. With the exception of Roman and Brian, nothing means shit on this card. Like Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, it'll be good, yeah. but we've seen it twice already, and Sheamus is going to lose. So, so big, that's that. I'm excited for Big E and Apollo, but it, it has happened a bunch. Mustafa, Matt Riddle. Riddle just beat him clean on Raw. Why the fuck is he getting another title shot? Doesn't make yeah. any sense. Uh, Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss, like I told you, if she uses Hocus Pocus to send him flying across the room, absolute dog shit. Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, I think all they're going to do is just set it up for a stipulation match at I, Mania so Shane can fall off of something. That got pulled from the preview. It did. Fastlane? Yeah, got pulled from the preview. So they so changed their mind on it. Okay. okay. We, we, we do have a few super chats we got to get to. Throwback says, shout out to Rob Wilkins. His show is awesome. Just saying. And Rob Wilkins says, Waffles for the win. Jimmy books better than the NWA. Ah, NWA is some pretty good booking. I can't criticize them from, for that. I don't like that Dave Marquez is gone. I think that's that's a big loss to them. But they, they book pretty well. Pancakes George, are better than waffles. Everybody knows pancakes are better than waffles. That's just how it is. Kieran George says, Thoughts on Eli Drake, L.A. Knight. He's truly the last of a dying breed when it comes to Mike skills. I don't think he's the last of a dying breed when it comes to Mike skills. I think... He's got incredible delivery, and he's very good. He's better in the ring than people give him credit for. He had, formerly had a podcast here on Fightful with the wrestling perspective with Dennis Farrell. But the man can talk, and that that is uh, – here's the thing. When, when EC3 is not allowed to talk in WWE, that's pretty indicative. Not the last of a dying breed. He's the last of a dying breed in WWE. Sure. Well, it's also but, too bad that he sounds like a hockey team. <laughs> yes, he does. L.A. Knight. Nick Zodic says, how do you and Jimmy feel about WWE retiring leg and knee slapping when selling strikes? I gave my thoughts on this last week. 
I've, I've done a lot of seminars, like attended a lot of seminars, and there were there will be people, coaches, who address this, and they're like, well, I know a lot of people don't like leg slapping, and a lot of times it's it's not even as much for the sound as it is timing stuff. Like you're kind of timing. It's, it's a habit you get into, like a rhythm you get into when making your strikes land. Or if somebody's turning away from a strike like this and they get kicked, that sound lets them know when to bump. There's, it's, it's a versatile thing, and strikes have become more prevalent in pro wrestling 20 years ago, Jimmy kick punch, kick punch was the body of the match. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't often be the finish or the, 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 the false finish even. So it's adjusted a little bit. I do think it's, it's overutilized. I do think guys rely on it a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I might've been one of the Usos that said that, that they're just so accustomed to it because they've always done it, that it's hard to take that out of your arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I think it might've been SmackDown last week where one of the Usos did it. Uh, after yeah. after after this mandate was made, it's going to take time for guys to get accustomed to that. But then, because it's Vince McMahon, he's going to forget about it in two weeks, so it's not going to matter. We've got a few more as we wrap up. You guys have given us one of our biggest super chat days ever. I can't tell you how. Important That's because that we're is. back in the studio, and because I introduced the new Fightful champion, Joel Pearl. You're Must welcome. Be, he, you know, he just wanted to get in that that heel quip. Right <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, he does not sound like Kermit the Frog. All right. Hold on. Where are my glasses? Well, I mean a little bit. Can I, can I <laughs> Joel Pearl. No, you're supposed right. to take them off now. That's how the gimmick goes. Yeah. Some stupid punk says giving money to SRS and Denise Grease Fund. Well, that sounds a lot, a lot different than it should, especially when you say <laughs> hashtag Dong Lord and Sausage Queen. And then he says, yeah, especially when Denise is posting on Twitter that she's always wanting to get slimed. I thought, what are you doing posting something like that on social media? And, and he also says, special tribute for the Dong Father, Jimmy V. No, that, that doesn't work. Cyclops says, SmackDown is on the verge of being raw. Yikes. Yeah, it's been not good lately. They get lazier and lazier the closer we get to WrestleMania. And that is so frustrating that they think that they think that they can just go, here's the matches. Now let's coast and let's make it as bad as possible. Mm. Wild. Joseph Correa says the LA Knights was Calvin Cambridge's team and like Mike. Oh, there you go. There you go. I didn't even know that. There you go. And Nick says it's an interesting conundrum. For years, we've wanted less part-timers and more storytelling. Now we have talented full-timers and poor stories. Ain't that the truth? Well, the truth is you all can go to the list goes on on Fightful Select right after this. Get your questions in, too, because tomorrow I'm filming a Q&A with Jimmy. I'll also be doing a live prediction stream with Louis Dangor. And in one hour, if you're watching this live, I'll be over on Parts Fun Known trying to reclaim my Quizzle Mania championship. And all I'll say is thank God I have a three-year contract with with uh, at least a nice cut clause in there because what I do tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed that I'm even going to use the prop that I'm going to use, Jimmy. Uh, knowing you, I don't even want to ask the question. If you go to the list goes on on FIFO Select after this, we're going to talk about AEW Revolution, the good and the bad. We're going to talk about NXT. We're going to talk about Jeff Hardy. Uh, and we're going to talk about Hulk Hogan versus Steve Austin. Who's the biggest star? I heard you and Kenny McIntosh talk about that. So we're going to talk about that on uh, the list goes on FIFO Select after this. My God. Until next time, we're out. Subscribe to Fightful on YouTube for the latest exclusive podcasts, interviews, and news across boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.